0: Hey there and welcome to Weirdress Hairdressers Podcast, brought to you by Harper Ellis Hair Co and founded on the belief that stylists around the world can be passionate about the artistry of hair design and use their talents to build wealth. I'm your host, Tara Harville. I'm extremely excited today for our guest. She's actually right here in my own town, here in Fort Smith, Arkansas. And um, she owns a place called the Parlor Fort Smith. And she's basically the expert in, I I was about to say our area, but really I've never seen anyone better than her when it comes to permanent makeup, brow lamination. She just knows her stuff. She's so driven. And I'm always so excited to see what she's doing next. And so I'm excited for you guys to hear from her because she's going to inspire the hell out of you. So Hannah Slack, say hello to everyone.
1: Hi, everybody.
0: <laughs> I'm pumped for you to be on here today. I've been like for a while. And I've am got to get Hannah on the podcast because I'm always excited to see what you've got going next. But I just feel like you've got it going on. And I love the standard that you set, not only for yourself, but I feel like you are the pro at setting a standard for everyone around you. And so I'm excited to hear from you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm so flattered to, to be here. It's, um, I'm super, super grateful. For
0: sure, You've for got sure. much well,
1: more reach than I do, so I'll oh take gosh, it.
0: Oh, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> well, first, just kind of tell everyone how you got started, a little bit about your career journey, and kind of lead up to how you got to opening your own place now. So let's just hear all yeah. of that.
1: So I currently own like a little boutique spa, but I actually started in cosmetology. I was convinced that I wanted to do hair. And I quickly learned, you know, I was really good at cut. I was really good at color. My end goal really was to do barbering and makeup. So makeup was like a big thing for me. And then I had my son and he had a rare lung disease. So that kind of just spun me for a loop. I had to, I was nine months into cosmetology school, had to leave cosmetology school to take care of him. We lived in the hospital for like three months um, at Children's Hospital and then I ended up moving to New York and then moving to Ohio and then when I wanted to come back to school they wouldn't accept my hour so I was like great now I got to start all over oh my gosh yeah so that was stressful and really I figured out that I didn't really like hair as much as I thought I just I love the beauty industry and you know I feel like our I'll just call them elders they'll love that Mm-hmm. kind of forced us to go to college, and it just wasn't for me, and I kept trying to tell them, and unfortunately, I wasted you know, my family's money for a good two years, yeah. and I told them what I wanted to do, and they weren't very supportive of it. They come around now, but it took me a good <laughs> 10 years to get there. Now that you're making um, money and supporting yourself. Oh yeah, money. now they see it and believe it, <laughs> but I had to take out a school loan and do all that on my own, and then you know didn't even graduate with it, so I kind of started doing makeup because you, know, you don't have to have a license to do makeup, so I opened the Mac counter in Fort Smith and I was so stoked. Well, if you've ever worked retail, you know, you make no money. You're working long hours and making no money. So that was never going to work right. for me. Yeah. Especially with a sick kid with medicines that cost through the roof. Right. And I still have to pay those to this day. <laughs> but makeup really got me out of having to work for the man. So I started working for myself, working for photographers. I've, traveled all over the world I don't know how this landed in my lap but you know I've done uh, makeup in Paris and it was a local photographer that took me around with her and so people started following me and paying attention Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and I was just slammed with makeup well Mm -hmm. makeup looks great on you when you're all young and not wrinkly and then as you start (laughs) to age that makeup starts to settle and you have to kind of change your priorities and and skin really starts to come first so yeah. while living in ohio uh, my son was getting healthier we actually figured out he was able to go to school so i didn't have to be a homeschool parent thank god yeah. and put myself back in aesthetic school man i was probably mid-20s at that point and i'm 37 now so i've literally always had to hustle because i was playing yeah. catch-up mid-20s no career you know barely any money my mom helped me get through school, which I was very grateful for because I'd already wasted student loans on cosmetology. <laughs> but I just never gave up. You know, I put a studio in my house and was doing makeup for photographers out of my house, going to school. And then we moved back to Arkansas and I'd immediately went to work. Uh, I went straight into booth rent. And I'm sure we'll get into this coming out of school, going to yeah. booth rent. But oh yeah, huge mistake. Huge mistake. <laughs> I mean, my rent was $1,000 a month with zero clientele and a million promises. Right. Oh, we're going to get you booked. You're the only esthetician here. You're going to be slammed. Well, $1,000 a month for a broke mom with a sick kid is nothing. Like I I was making (laughs) no money. And I had to kind of reevaluate my situation. So I went and worked commission at a really big popular salon that, I mean, by the time I left, we had had two locations and like 70 people. So really big place. Right, And I was driving back and forth an hour commute every day for seven years under commission. And then that led me to leaving there and and opening my own place, which was terrifying. But that's pretty much how I got from point A to point B. Yeah, absolutely. What do you like
0: at what point made you decide like I am I am ready to open my own place?
1: I was never ready. I, I don't <laughs> I feel you're like they're that. ever ready. Yeah, I was like, never ready. I'm, I'm still not ready. Still not
0: ready. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm still not exactly. ready. It's,
1: I mean, 24 seven, seven days yeah. a week. It's 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 intense. Absolutely. Um, my husband kind of forced me to do it. To be honest with you, uh, we had a tragic loss at my company I was working for. My boss passed away, and. Things were just kind of like moving around at my current business I was at. Mm -hmm. And this building opportunity arose. And it's where I'm at now, which I'm leaving in a month to a new facility. But building super cheap rent. A friend of mine owns it, a friend of my husband's. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: my husband was like, it's time. You need to do it. And I was scared crapless, I'll tell you. Because I had (laughs) $50 in my bank account. I mean, mm-hmm. estheti- it's hard to make money as an esthetician, yeah. like most of us come out of school and we're just washing faces. If you really don't understand how the body works, not just skin, but the entire body, you're really just washing faces. And so it was scary. It, my husband owns his own business. He owns a tattoo shop. So to him, it's easy, right? His, his back bar consists of a couple needles and some ink. Right. Well, our back bar is insane, right? And then we have yeah to retail at all also and we have to have all the supplies all the applicators (laughs) all the supplies so i don't i think he underestimated it but really pushed me to do it and i had literally fifty dollars in my bank account when i opened the parlor and it was insanity it was i love that though i love that i didn't take out any loans or anything like that i've never taken out a business loan and that's something that as i'm growing i'm like okay i kind of need that capital but I was always taught, don't get a credit card, don't get this, don't get a loan, you know, don't go in debt before you have money. And so I've just slowly built you right, know, from $50 to still every other day, $50. But, you know, yeah. we're getting up there.
0: Yeah. I mean, and then, you know, I, I want to point out, because I know this is probably not something you'll say about yourself, but within, you know, how long has the parlor been open? Two years. Two years. Mm-hmm. Um, Two years in March. Yeah you know within just two years you've become you've taken over this area and you know it's funny i even see because we're in the same probably you know facebook groups probably have a lot of the same friends it's like you know who around here is the best at permanent makeup or facials or lashes or something and and then it's just constant i mean everyone's the parlor the parlor the parlor but that didn't happen just because or just on accident and, um, I kind of want to talk about that, you know, yeah. what are some things, cause I feel like a lot of our listeners, you know, they, they're looking to grow their own empire too, no matter what caliber it is. Yep. But you know, how, how did you accomplish, you know, getting to be that here in this area, you know, getting to be the best and, and what are some things that you implemented to make sure that that happened?
1: Yeah. So when you start broke, you know, <laughs> it's pretty humbling, <laughs> Yeah. But but we have access to so many free marketing materials,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: social media, I focus 100% on social media. So yeah. I've never paid for marketing. I literally just am paying slash trading with a marketing branding person, because we're mm-hmm. moving and we're kind of like reshaping the entire business. But I just stay grinding on social media and I shove this down my girls' throats. It's part of their job. If you are not doing at least three posts a week, if you are Mm -hmm. not posting consistently on your stories, if you are not giving valuable content to your following, what Mm -hmm. are you doing? So you can come and complain to me that you are not booked, but if I go to your Instagram page and you haven't posted in three weeks and you're not putting anything on your stories, that's not on me. That's on you. So I will always put my employees first because I know what it's like to struggle, you know, remembering super broke, you know, driving Mm -hmm. back and forth. I'd be the first one there and the last one to leave for seven years straight, you know. Right. And that's what happens. You have to hustle. These girls that are young, you know, going straight into beauty school or or whatever we call it these days and being (laughs) 19 years old with a license, like, God, I wish, you know, I wish I could have started at 19. (laughs) Right. Right. But it's free and it's easy. And with stuff like now I have other local salons and other artists that like come to me and we'll start talking about marketing and social media. And they're like, oh, well, I don't really do much on Facebook. Well, I don't post on Instagram. Well, you as the business owner might be booked up, right? Like I'm booked up, right? but my hands can only make so much money. For someone like you, Tara, you've got product that you push, right? Like you have your own Mm -hmm. product, like with the hair tight extensions, you have your own method, you have your own hair. So that's huge for you. You've got that income coming in where you don't have to use your hands. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, if
1: you don't have that, you can only work so many hours in the day. You can only get so booked up, but if you don't give them valuable content that they can learn from, like if you're just posting pictures every day of an eyebrow, you're gonna end up being the eyebrow girl. Is that what you wanna be? Like I just right. had to change my Instagram name from Hannah Does My Brows to the Evolving Esthy
0: because
1: mm-hmm. my business is evolving. I'm evolving as a human being, you know, looking more into mm-hmm. overall wellness, what's causing skin dysfunction. So you really have to think long term too. Like yeah. dream big. And think about, you know, this may be where I'm at right now, the time of my life, but putting Hannah Does My Brows closed me in this box. And so Mm -hmm. people weren't thinking I'm going to Hannah Does My Brows page to learn about skin. They're going there to look at eyebrow pictures. Well, how does that sell your retail? How does that get your books filled up with other things? So you just have to look at a bigger picture and remember mm -hmm. that that is free. You can put yourself on a billboard if you want to, but you're going to spend 600 a month on that where you can be free on Instagram. Absolutely. I love I mean, what you just said was so much value. Matter of fact, I'm
0: like, hello, you need to come educate with us. But you know, the thing about what you said about putting yourself into a box, I just had this conversation. I was teaching a class in St. Louis on Monday and we we're talking about Instagram and, and marketing. And, you know, I always open up my classes and I always say, you know, let me, let me just start this here. If you don't put marketing first before you're a hairdresser or before you are mm-hmm. an esthetician, you're going to be poor. And it's so funny to see the reactions that I get sometimes because people are like totally offended. I'm like, Oh, really? Did that, mm-hmm. did that offend you? Does that, are you? Like, because that's you. That's why it offends you.
1: Well, I get it. It's not for everybody. You know <laughs> exactly. what I mean? It's not for everybody. If you hate social media, right? And you don't want to pay for someone to do it for you, but you're right. complaining about not being busy or not having money. I, I can't help you. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, what do you want? <laughs> like, Just pick you've got a path. To, pick you a, a path. To is it. Yeah, say. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Um, exactly. Like, if you're content. If that's the kind of artist you want to be, whether it's hair or skin or whatever, you want to be big on social and you just want to come and give love to your clients every day and show up and give love to your clients and go home at night and turn Mm -hmm. your phone off. I get it, but you can't really complain about not being booked or not having the money that you want, you know, if that's the case. But you, you first have to figure out what your intent is and what your goals are. Exactly.
0: Or complain about, you know, not, like you said, evolving into something bigger and better. I am such a, you know, I live my life that way. I want to, I want to grow. I want to be, I want to die being the best thing that I could possibly be. Mm -hmm. And I know that not everyone's wired that way. I think they should be. I think you're totally wasting your life if you're not wired that way. But, you know, that's just you know exactly what you said don't put yourself into a position where you can't grow and you know i feel like that's exactly what you guys have done you know at the parlor you have put yourself in this situation where you have room to grow and everyone's watching you you've you've gotten everyone's attention in this in this Ooh, area that makes me nervous no pressure <laughs> everyone's watching you no pressure, no pressure. There. yeah but you know and that's the thing with you know my employees we run I know you and I run our businesses very similar as far as how we handle employees and you know that's the same way I do with my my stylist I'm like guys you have no choice if you're going to work here you're going to you're going to be on social media um because you won't keep up with everyone in this building. If you don't, you're going to you're going to stay behind and it's not going to be fun for you. How are you
1: implementing that
0: with your with your people? Like how are you telling them how important that that is?
1: Well, I lead by example, for sure. I mean, yeah. one of my employees yesterday said something like every time I open Instagram, you've got a new story. Well, you're damn right that I do, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to get more personal. On my stories, I feel like at my age, I'm 37, and you have to be a little bit more transparent because your viewers or listeners want to know a little bit more than I put this cream on my face. You know what I mean? They want to see your evolution too, and it gives them a little bit more to go off of and and make you a little bit more relatable to them. So Mm -hmm. like for me, you know, being younger in my 20s and doing all this makeup and, looking young with 800 pounds of makeup on my face, well, that doesn't translate to somebody in their 40s or to somebody in their 60s. So now it's like I barely wear a lick of makeup and it's like tinted sunscreen all the way, you know? (laughs) But -hmm. you have to teach them that. And it's like, you can create so much content like out of one little thing. Like it's so easy to create an educational post. Yeah. And you can run off of it. And you can plan ahead, you know, there's so many great apps. Like, I think one of the best things I've done is like, you don't have to be a brainiac. You can go to Etsy and you can download Instagram bundle templates. And there's a hundred templates already made for you. You can change the color, you can change the font if you want, or you can pick someone that's already got it set up for you. You know, like a lot of people in the spa world, it's like all nudes and pinks and crap. And like, that's just not my vibe. right but those templates are made for you you change the image you change the wording boom there's your post easy easy yeah yeah but i just can't i mean i preach constantly to my girls like and you know it depends it depends on the kind of person that they are like i get if you're not a big social media person and it uh, it's crazy because there's all these young kids who are so prevalent on social media but I, in the two years I've had my own business, I have not had one young person that likes social media and it blows my mind. (laughs) So I'm having to teach everyone that comes to me employee-wise on how to do everything top to bottom. And it's a lot, but you know, I I don't want them to suffer like I did. I want them to learn from me. I'll teach them everything that I know, everything. And they'll thank me for it. I had an artist go from like, 650 a month income and then she started working for me and she hit she'll be with me a year in august and she hit seven thousand last month it's so incredible yeah part of me is like oh god i gotta pay her that much money (laughs) but the other (laughs) part of me is like thank god that in less than Mm -hmm. a year this girl went from nothing to seven thousand dollars a month that's insane to me yeah yeah Yeah. it's insane but she she does everything i tell her to do everything i tell her to do
0: Right she made more love, love month that. than I did. that's insane yeah. I, I and and you know the point of that she does everything that you said, I think mm-hmm. is so that's such a i mean that's what it takes and I say that in my classes all the time. I'm like you guys, the person sat next to you won't even touch extensions again after they leave this class. And, you know, it's just pick your path. What do you want to do? Do you want to implement everything that I'm telling you to do? I've, I've learned from my path, you know, and I feel like that's what you've done. You've, you've spent, you've done the time to learn from your path and you, you've you learned the hard way. And so, yeah. you know, turning around to train other people and that's what's so important about, you know, being a boss and having employees is you lead, like you just said earlier, you lead by example and there's no other better, there's no other better way to do that, you know?
1: Well, it's what- like... While you're creating that content, you're also learning. So like yeah. in aesthetics, my God, dude, it's it's never ending. This industry in general, constantly, there's a new thing. You know, lamination's only been around for a couple of years. Right. I think I was the first person to do it in Arkansas and then became a trainer for the company I was doing it for and then just started pushing that stuff like crazy. Now mm-hmm. everybody's doing it. Right. But it's it's so easy when you're creating content for your audience, you're also learning. So it's like, we have to constantly be learning, or you're just washing faces, or you're just waxing eyebrows, like there's so much more to it.
0: Absolutely. And how do you stay competitive? Because obviously, you know, I mean, we are in a very competitive market, and especially where we live. And so, like you said, everybody's doing it now. So how do you stay on
1: top? Yeah, there's a freaking salon on it. Like every day, someone's like, do you know this other place open? Did you know this (laughs) other place open? No, I didn't know because I have my blinders on because I don't care what they're doing. I don't care. It's not going to put food on my table. You know what I mean? It's not Mm going to put my kids through college. I don't care what they're doing. I know what I'm doing and I'm being my authentic self and I've worked hard to be able to be my authentic self. And some people, (laughs) a lot of people call me intimidating. They call Mm -hmm. me scary. They call me all these words, you know, and some of them I take it to heart and I get it. You know, I I can be aggressive. I'm very blunt, but you always know you're going to get the truth if you come to me. And I think the biggest difference in what I'm doing and what other people are doing is I'm putting the client first. I follow rules, period. I don't put extensions on that are 50 feet long because they're going to cause damage to their natural lash line. I don't Mm -hmm. use soft wax on people on their face because it can rip their skin off and could potentially leave a scar. I follow the rules and I put Mm -hmm. the client's safety first. That's what I see a lot of. And I think that's why I got so popular so quickly locally is -hmm. because people knew that I would tell the truth. And sometimes it's a bit aggressive to take, but if you're harming yourself in any way, shape or form, I'm gonna let you know.
0: I'm going right. to tell you you're
1: doing it wrong and I go up against anybody and everybody, you know? But there's also opinion that comes into play, you know, my opinion may be different than the derm down the street and that's fine. But as long as like I can educate my client on all the information I can possibly give them, then they have that understanding education and they can make an educated decision on what they want to do. So right. I give all the information I can possibly give to my client to let them make the choice. But as far as like my employees, you do not have a job with me if you do not put the client safety first. Like if you're putting those really long lashes on, you're going to be hearing from me. If you're not removing all of the hair from the brow or your pictures don't get close to what mine look like, then I am lying to my clients. Does does that make sense? Like I need to see that you're following protocol like I've got a lot of protocols in place and it can get frustrating for my girls but they thank me in the end yeah you know
0: absolutely in the end it makes your job easier because you're not dealing with chaos and you know bad reviews and and fixing problems exactly exactly Mm -hmm. Um, The one thing that you said that I loved was you said, you know, I just stay, I keep my blinders on, but I stay authentic to who I am. I think that's so important. I know whenever, you know, especially when I opened the hair business, you know, it wasn't hard, you know, because we live in kind of a smaller area. as far as like, I was, you know, to stay on top in this area is very hard. But, you know, if you keep your blinders on and stay authentic, I think that is, you know, that's Mm -hmm. how you win. But when I opened the hair business, it was like, you know, I wanted to play big like these big companies, you know. And, um, I wasted probably a year and a half, like looking at other, my competitors Mm -hmm. and the minute that I put my blinders on and decided that, you know, their dream client is not my dream client and we don't have the same clients for a reason. Mm -hmm. My success was just like, I mean, it it blew up. And I think that, you know, I love that question as far as like, you know, how do you stay competitive? I'm like, I'm competitive with myself. And not oh, like yeah. my competitor, you know? Oh, yeah. How can I be better every day than I, than I was yesterday? Not what my competitor was doing. So I love that you said that because that's exactly it. I mean, and a lot of people don't realize that. They go through their whole careers and don't
1: realize that. Well, that's the whole idea behind evolving, right? So so yeah. we're constantly evolving. You may not know yourself fully when you're 20 years old. You know, yeah. to your, your younger listeners, you may not know yourself at 20, But know that you're not going to be the same person at 20 that you are at 30 or 40 or 50. But as long as you're staying disciplined, you have to have the discipline and willpower. And like I live this life 24-7. I'm constantly watching, you know, like business coaching and starting to get a lot more into overall wellness and fitness stuff too. And uh, Mm -hmm. I saw a girl on TikTok the other day talking about willpower and discipline and, I mean, that she's talking about the difference in Olympians and just your everyday athlete. You know, it's learned behaviors. Like, you don't wake up and sing like Mariah Carey. That's a God-given talent. But you can right. learn to be a better artist by drawing every single day. You can learn to be a better waxer by waxing every single day. And do whatever it takes to get there. Discounted pricings. You just got to get bodies on the bed. All and right. stay disciplined and will-powered. And even if you don't want to show up, you still show up, you show yes. up every day, even if it's 30 minutes to an hour, like you just mm-hmm. got to show up every day. Yep. I always say, saying like success too is not
0: what you do whenever you're motivated or whenever you're inspired. It's actually what you do whenever you don't want to get out of bed. And, you know, cause some days I always say, I'm like, you'd be shocked to know that some days more than others. It's hard. It's hard for me. You know, looking oh, yeah. from the outside, you're like, wow,
1: you really got it going on. I'm like, no, it's
0: hard some days, you know? And so, yeah, that's why I'm trying you- to be
1: a little more transparent on social and like talk more about my mental health and stuff like that. You know, trauma and right. I share things I do in my everyday life to deal with those things. Like I have mm-hmm. a psychic. I went and did EMDR therapy yesterday. I go to therapy every other week. Like there's so many things I have to implement now that I'm older Mm -hmm. to move forward and evolve in my life without, you know, past resentment or issues or mental issues. Like I had to completely quit drinking alcohol. That was holding me back majorly. And I didn't even realize it. You know, it's just that glass of wine will lead to a bottle of wine. And the next day you're not a hundred percent. So I'm over that life. Like I'm done with right. it. Yeah.
0: I love your motivation and your desire to be better. I think that's incredible. We were actually talking about you in the office the other day. I'm like, all I want to do is look like Hannah when I grow up. <laughs> They're all like, it's hard Same. work, man. My God, I know but that's work. what I want to say is, you know, I know that that didn't just happen. It took you know, mental capacity and, and, you know, discipline and all the things. And so Mm -hmm. I love that you've, you've taken really, you know, the business, the business things that were also inspired to be and, and discipline and all that, but you've really implemented in your personal life as well. And I think that's just, it radiates with you. I don't know if anyone's told you that, but your transformation over the last year has been incredible. And I think it's so cool.
1: Yeah. I think it helps to have a really good support system and that's, I feel like the hardest part about balancing yeah. Life and career is your support system, so you just have to make sure you have good communication and mm-hmm. boundaries set within your family because I've got three kids. yeah, and we have um I have two stu- two stepchildren and my husband. So there's three moms and one dad and three kids. And you know, as they get older, it's like they got more crap to do every day. We're just running around like mad. Mm-hmm. And our job never stops, you know, like my husband goes to work and tattoos and comes home and that's it. Well, mine is 24 yeah. seven. And so it was it was tough for a while, you know, because I'm on my phone all night and we would fight about it. He's like, put your phone down, put your phone down. It's poisoning you. Put your <laughs> mm-hmm. phone down. And we just had to really work through it and communicate and, you know, make sure he understood that I'm not just scrolling Chopping right. stuff I'm you know working right. and like learning and and just constantly evolving in what I know and what I can offer to my clients
0: right absolutely how do you deal with time management because obviously you know being a mom and then being a wife now and then your business how do you do all that
1: I wish I could say that I plan ahead but I don't I literally ran to Best Buy 10 minutes before we got on this call to get a headset yes. because I was going to use my son's PC. He's got all the fancy stuff. He's a gamer and a YouTuber and Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't figure out how to work it. And he's asleep. And I was like, okay, fine. I'll just go get my own headset. (laughs) Okay, fine. Um, I'll just get it. But I don't, it's hard. I think communication is key. Just making sure you set yourself up. You know, family really does have to come first. And you'll learn this as yours gets a little bit older, you know. And -hmm. if you add more to your bunch. Right. Cause it's it's a little bit easier with one. Three is freaking chaotic. Oh, I don't think I'll ever knock
0: on three's door, do. but
1: it's a lot, man. It's a lot. <laughs> it's rewarding, but it's a lot, and it's it's yeah. tough. My husband struggles a lot with worrying. He's a big worry wart. I compartmentalize, so I can shove mm-hmm. something down to the depths of my soul, and it never come up unless I need it to. Right. So I can com- I compartmentalize, but I learned that through unhealthy experiences. So, it's detrimental. It's very convenient in protecting myself and for business. It's very inconvenient for family or loved ones and things like that. So, just honestly, over the past, I'm a different person from three years from when I met my husband. He's a psycho health nut. So, that's really changed my life. (laughs) And then, over the past year, just really started getting hard on myself I use Planoly a little bit, you know, like I may spend a Sunday creating 10 templates or something, and that way I can just plan it out and not have to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've done it for so long that most of the knowledge I already have stored in my head and I can type it out in two seconds. Right. Uh, But I set certain times, like I'm sure for you, are you behind the chair at all anymore? Not, only a couple times a month. Yeah, so... You, your business is so big now and you have so many different facets of it that I can only imagine what your schedule looks like and you got to have help with it.
0: Oh gosh. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm not there yet. I don't need help. I also don't know that I could give over that control quite yet. <laughs> yeah. That's the hardest part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give it yep. over the control something I'm not really into. Yeah. Um, absolutely. But I'm still small enough right now that it's not completely overwhelming. I'm looking to get my own brow products and start shipping and stuff like that. So that's going to be a whole new thing for me. And I'll probably be calling you a lot about that. But,
0: <laughs> Girl, call me.
1: I don't know if I have good advice
0: though. When people ask me this question, I'm always like, you know, really what I've, I've figured out is just like wherever you are, be a hundred percent, you know? Yeah. Don't, yep. you know, just like this morning, I had a a, a meeting at my, my new home that we're redo, remodeling. That wasn't work, but I needed to be at work and my phone was ringing off the hook as I was in this meeting, mm-hmm. but I just ignored it. And I was there 100% mm-hmm. because I don't want to look back later at three o'clock today and go, wait a second, what what did I say? And what did we decide? And what, you know, because then Man, just that's just stress. <laughs> it just adds
1: yeah, more that's great advice. in my life. It's crazy. I also so, saw something the other day about a guy saying, When you're in a meeting or you have a meeting with your employees, put the phone completely away. Even if you sit it on the table in front of them, they're going to see, oh, that phone's right there. I don't Mm -hmm. have 100% of her attention. Exactly. Um, And I find myself doing that a lot. My girls will be coming up to ask me something or talk to me about something. And I'll have my phone in my hand and I just keep doing it while they're talking. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try to be better about that, making sure that they know I'm being attentive to what they're talking to me about, big or small.
0: For sure. Absolutely. Hit on employees for a second. Let's, you know, I know, you know, as a business owner myself, that's the hardest, probably the most challenging part for me in running a business. Do you have any advice on that as far as, um, you know, you have such great people. Your people are professional. They're just great people all around and then they're talented and then they, you know, stay consistent. How, what's your advice on growing a team like that?
1: Don't be afraid to hire and fire. (laughs) <laughs> you know, yeah. for a lot of people, that's scary, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I have expectations for my business and I've made promises to myself and to my clients that they're going to be yeah. in good hands. Yeah. And so I try to, man, I've learned the hard way just e- over two years. Man, I've um. gone through multiple artists, multiple front desk people, but it's not personal. You know, anyone I've let go, I still like them it's right. it's really, I'm not going to hire anyone I don't like. Right. And like I get along yeah. with most everybody. I, I think the biggest thing they always say is that I'm scary or intimidating or I make them <laughs> nervous, but I can't train you. If you're living off nervousness, like right. we have to learn from mistakes. I'm here watching you. I'm going to give you all this knowledge, like soak it up, mm-hmm. soak it up and, and be present and give a hundred. If I'm spending time with you, I do have to catch myself sometimes in like my bluntness, and people expect you to put your phone voice on. I'm not living that life, like <laughs> yes. I'm just not. You know what I mean? Like no. I've the whole smile more. You look prettier if you smile more. Like I can't. I can't. I can't. I don't. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> God, so how annoying. annoying is that? Yeah, and I don't want my you're girls not going to get be that way either. You.
0: No, no. And
1: I don't expect them to be that way either. I mean, there's a difference in talking to your clients in a professional manner and getting respect that goes back and forth. But I will let you know what's going on, you know, and if I'm too much for you, then you're in the wrong place. And that's okay. That's okay. Move on. I'll move on and you'll move on.
0: Yeah, for sure. I like that. You know, as far as firing people, that's, you know, I'll say that too. You know, I've, I've Lord, since my six years of being a business owner. I've fired quite a few, um, you know, some have left on their own and I've fired mm-hmm. a few. But, you know, and like you said, I love them and, and like them in some weird way still. It has Absolutely. nothing to do with that. But sometimes it's just it's all business. It's you're trying to be successful. I'm trying to be successful. And sometimes our mm-hmm. paths aren't meant to go down the same one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think knowing that as a business owner, I know like, you know, when I talk to other salon owners, they're always like, you know, it's, it's almost like they want as many people as they can pack in there. And I'm like, guys, it, it's totally a, a quantity or a quality of a quantity. You don't absolutely. want a million people in there that suck, you know. Get oh, my that, God. Great. I can't it's handle gonna, it.
1: It's terrible. You're going to destroy your business by just wanting more people in there. There's so many businesses, too, that will bring on an esthetician straight out of school.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, more so salons that have a couple of aesthetic rooms, and they'll just let these new girls come right out. And, and they can't really teach them. You know what I mean? Right. Because
0: oh, absolutely not
1: a lot of hairstylists will throw some tint on their brows while they're at the bowl or give them a quick wax or whatever. One of the places that I worked at, I came in and I was still fresh and new. I'm a fake it till you make it kind of girl (laughs) and hustle your ass off kind of girl.
0: So you'll learn as
1: you go. I didn't have a lot of people to teach me. So I kind of figured everything out on my own. I'm probably invested 50 grand in continuing education outside of school. Absolutely, And I had to because I didn't have anyone to teach me. Yeah, But I quickly took over the spa side of the business that I worked for. And the first thing I did was take those wax pots and tent away from the shampoo bowls. Because yeah. they're not doing that every single day in and out. You know, it's like a quick added thing if one of their clients ask for it, for the most part. But what would happen is they wouldn't be asking the right questions. Like the first thing to ask if someone's going to get wax is, are you on any retinols, antibiotics, steroids, like all these things we need to know. Cause we put that wax to skin. You're going to rip their skin off instantly, instantly. Nice. So yeah. there are little things that set us apart from your everyday stylist and doing aesthetic services. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's important to know that. So like I very quickly took that away from the hairstylist. It was also taking money away from the estheticians that were, working with me at the spa. Right.
0: Absolutely. But to
1: give guidance to these people, I hate that girls think they could come straight up or boys come straight out of school and go into a booth writ situation Mm -hmm. because school teaches us the basics. School gets a really bad rep. And every time I get a girl straight out of school, They're complaining, right? Like, I didn't learn anything. I barely did this. I barely did that. They're using crappy this. They're using crappy that. All they're teaching us is the basics. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to use those basics for the rest of your career. They're trying to teach you how to keep your clients safe first. And the only way you're really going to learn what you're doing is by getting bodies on the bed. So that comes with time and practice and drive. But the basics are always going to be the core of your business, like the skin layers or how the hair shaft opens up when you deposit developer on it. You know, all these little things that they don't pay much attention to in school because they're just focused on. I can't wait to do this on somebody. I can't wait to do that on somebody. Well, you're not even getting the core values. I retrain everyone that works for me. I don't care if you've been an esthetician for 10 years. I don't care if you came straight for school. You're shadowing for free for two weeks. You're under probation for three months for the remainder of your employment with me. Every month, we do a a quick meeting. Every three months, we do a review. Yeah, I'm checking your content. I'm checking all your before and after pictures. Like, my girls have to run everything by me. They can't do a facial without running the facial form by me and asking, do you like this protocol? Do you think I should use this product? They are not allowed to do anything without me. And those are like my newbies, you know.
0: Right, absolutely, absolutely, and you know it's, it's it's why your business is set apart. I think that that's so so such a big deal. I mean, you know, you are setting a culture, and I love that you mentioned how, you know, these people they're getting out of school and they're going straight to booth riddle. And how could I? I, I did an assistant program for two years, and so and it was mm-hmm. not even an option for me. I I wanted to do that because I knew that I didn't have the knowledge to be successful. And you know, I'm not knocking on booth rental. That's not what I'm trying to do because you know yeah, it works yeah. for people. People, some people run yeah. a very efficient and successful business, and that's awesome. For Absolutely. You. But then there's a lot out there that don't, and that's what is killing our industry. And so, if you know that about yourself, you know that you're not going to answer clients all the time, or pick up the phone, or be professional, or follow a protocol, or keep your culture consistent. Then that's not the that's not the path for you. And mm-hmm. so, you know, like you said, you got to get out and and get with someone that knows what they're doing and have have lived it.
1: So I think that's so important. Well, I miss those commission days, golly! Oh, I know, <sighs> I miss it too. See, yeah, someone man, call those my client commission for days. and
0: tell them that I'm running behind.
1: <laughs> right, even like Absolutely. buying your own supplies, like Ooh. golly, dude! Like everyone thinks booth rent looks so glamorous, and and it is at a certain point. You know, if you're looking oh, yeah. at your your reports and you're making 3000 a month take home on commission and you could be making 6 to 7000 that's when you need to be looking at the option of booth rent but mm-hmm. until then you really got to get your books built up like you got to have the clientele base for you switch to booth rent cuz the moment that I turned around I was probably making 3 to 4000 a month maybe on commission mm-hmm. but that was beautiful because they're buying all of my needles for PMU. If I need a new machine, if I need all my my back bar, they're doing all the retail, they're doing all the applicators. Like that stuff adds up. Yeah. And then you're you're right back to where you were when you were on commission. Mm -hmm. So you have to look at things realistically. And I I lay it all out on the table for my employees when they come in. They do an interview. I'm like, here's your options. I'll show them reports from another girl that works for me. We'll go by month to month for that person. And I give them an option for if you're brand new, you're 50-50 commission period because I'm teaching you everything I know. Right. And that's with no, I think I'm going to add a non-compete. Yeah. So I don't have one now. And I don't really care. You know what I mean? Right. If you want to leave, great. But if I'm giving you all the knowledge I have and I'm teaching you everything beginning to end and you mm-hmm. leave within you know six months of working with me, that kind of yeah. hurts a little bit. Oh, so yeah. that's something, a road I haven't crossed quite yet mm-hmm. but um, I, um, I don't want to throw in 60 miles or something crazy like that i think i'll probably do like 10 or 20
0: yeah i actually um just to put this out there i think our listeners will enjoy to hear this i don't do a non-compete because i don't really care if you don't want to be inside my environment go ahead mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i do have where you have to stay with me a certain amount of time or you have to pay back a certain dollar amount Ah. And I do that because, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm giving you everything I know. You're coming into my mm-hmm. environment. You get to hang out with people like Creighton Ellis every day who makes more money than God behind the chair. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you don't get that for free. And so right. you know, if they want to leave, that's great. Go right ahead. I don't care if you work next door because good luck competing with me. But right. um you get to pay me back for all that
1: knowledge that I gave you. <laughs> so Absolutely. Uh, you know, I had a big training event in nashville with a brand uh, that i work with and so there's tons of estheticians and and a lot of them own their own businesses and they think i'm insane wow. so they're paying a lot of the girls were paying their employees 20 percent commission mm-hmm. plus hourly and i'm like no nope, bye like yeah. i would never stick around for that never absolutely so i pay my girls really well Really, really yeah. well. You can get all the way up to seventy percent commission if you're showing up every day. I don't. Yeah. I want you to make money. I want you to be successful,
0: absolutely. and I want
1: you to stick around. If you want to, you know. If yeah. if your goal was to go out and open your own place, great. But you're gonna have to put in work first. You know. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I love that you said that. It's uh, same inside my environment. You can make up to sixty five percent. Of your commission, and because, like you said, I feel like whenever you put yourself in your employee's shoes, like, hey, how would I want to be treated? Like that's how you get good people, and that's how you oh, keep yeah, them. You gotta you pay know? your people. You gotta pay. Oh, your you people. got to like, pay your people, and reverse engineer it. Like, hey, sit down, talk. You know, think about what you're what you're paying your 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 people to survive, and not only survive but thrive. And Mm -hmm. then make your prices within your business. And that way, because we also have to make a profit so that we can survive and keep the Mm -hmm. lights on. But so I I agree with all of that. But like these people, these stylists that are going home with 30% commission and stuff like that is blowing my mind because I'm like, you don't, that's not fair, you know? So reverse engineer, kind of reprise things.
1: It's kind of a greedy place. Absolutely. It's a little greedy. I understand, though, you know what I mean? Like where I worked before. I think the rent was something like 10,000 a month. Like, can you freaking? I don't even know what yours is. I'm sure it's insane too, but 10,000 a month is a lot, you know, it's a lot for a a small business owner. And so I can understand where that greediness comes in because you're scared and you should always be scared, especially financially work, scared, work, hungry, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: work, angry, you know, but you Mm -hmm. definitely have to remember your intent and if your intent is revolved around, around money, you're yeah. never going to make it. You've got to remember where your, your core intent comes from. And for me, my psychic literally told me this the other day because I was tripping. <laughs> I'm getting into this new building that's really expensive and, and I'm tripping about it. And I was like, you know, is this the right move for me? You know, what should I do? And, and she was like, stop thinking about the money. I actually had yeah. two psychics tell me this.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: Um, I'll have to introduce you to my local. I was going to say, I, I yeah. need this contact. I would love. Yeah, she's to amazing. Do that. You'll love her, dude. You'll love her. But she told me she's like, keep remembering your intent. As long as you remember your intent, which for me is educating the community so that they'll stop going and getting these bad treatments done or bad services done, or at mm-hmm. least they're educated and they can make an educated decision for themselves. But that's yeah. what my intent is, helping the community to better understand how their skin functions, their personal skin. Right. And that's the biggest issue with social media is like trendy, trendy, trendy. Go buy this. I don't know. I don't want to throw out brand names, but, you know, crappy <laughs> yes. Sephora brand names or whatever. Right. That's not going to work for you because it might work for this beautiful model on social media who gets paid to talk about this product. But you are a six year old woman with diabetes yeah. And rosacea. So that's not going to work for you. Right. Exactly. Um, but my intent is, is always driven around restoring skin to its healthy state at whatever age you're in and performing services in a safe way that are driven by results. You know? Yeah,
0: absolutely. I love that. And the that money comes intent? with
1: it. You know, it does. I was
0: going to say, and, and then the money does come because I know we're always yeah. worried about that, but it does come. Oh with yeah. That, you know, stay true to what you're doing and it does come. I promise. I love that. Um, so tell everyone where they can find you social media. Cause I want everyone to go follow along. Cause not only that, you also make people laugh. I was dying at your reel the other day about your husband at his convention. I was cracking up. Oh um, God. So yeah, I had to. You, you're I very educational, but you're super entertaining. So, <laughs> I just want to have fun, continue.
1: you know. You like I want to have fun, and I want to be transparent. Like I have bad days too, and I share that stuff too. You know, like yeah. I can't stand looking at a social page that's like everything looks yeah. like perfection. Like show me right. the real shit, because yeah, because I know it that's that. not it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly, um, exactly. And I'll quickly say this too, like show your real self, but use a filter if you want to. Like don't let people, dude, I get so many trolls. Like yeah. I had a woman tell me on Instagram the other day, we don't know if you're telling the truth about this product because you're using a filter and it's a oh lip Lord. gloss. It's a lip gloss, dude. So I was like, yeah, you betcha. I am the biggest liar about this lip gloss. <laughs> yeah, like, you betcha. So stupid. So stupid. I
0: hate people. Um, don't sometimes. worry about the
1: trolls because they come too. Oh yeah. Um but you can find me. So the parlor is located in Fort Smith, Arkansas, just down the road from Tara. Mm-hmm. And then um on social we are at the Parlor F S and that's Parlor P A R L O U R. And then I am the evolving S the. But Love it. really if you look us up anywhere. I've got social media on lockdown, so you can pretty much find one page to another page to another page for sure. Yeah, I love that. I loved when
0: you changed your handle, by the way. I saw that, and I was like, oh, girl.
1: I love Man, that was hard. Doing. That it was hard. hard. My husband like, came up with that, surprisingly. He had a bunch of stupid awesome. ones, and then he came up with that. <laughs> and it really does explain where I'm at in my life. And it's, it's easy when people tell you, but it's another if you believe it yourself And I'm starting to believe like, man, I'm really becoming my best self. But by God, it took me to 37 to get there. You know what I mean? (laughs) I love that.
0: I love it. Or you're killing it.
1: I appreciate you so much for being on here. I know
0: this is one of the best episodes that I've ever done. And so I know that I love it. So I'm so pumped for everyone to listen and hear from you and follow you because you know, you're so, so, so inspiring. And so um, what's next for you? Anything on the horizon that we should know? Oh my God.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So it's just, I mean, I want to do everything. And that's the hardest thing about being me is like, trying to stay grounded in what comes next and gather my thoughts. Cause what do I not want to do? I want to do everything. Right. So I want to start my podcast. I would love to start like a super truthful skin educational podcast about teaching people how to take care of their skin just with like little yeah. facts and stuff. Cause there's so Absolutely. many things that will like blow your mind that people aren't ready to hear, but it's yeah. the truth. Yeah, And then, Absolutely. um, New shop opening the first of September so that I can't kind of wait to see this yeah this is it's, gonna be awesome It's scary but lots of treatment rooms um, it's got a classroom upstairs also so like one of these brands I'm working with right now they're they're actually coming we move in the first of September and they're coming like the very next week for a big training date out of my classroom oh
0: yeah um, so
1: I'm doing a lot of e- educational stuff I'm wanting to launch a website uh, where people can buy like educational videos like Forty-five minute: How to use hard wax safely and effectively, and you have the video to refer back to for life. You know what I mean? I like that. little things like that. Yeah. Um, because you have to generate revenue that doesn't come from your hands. If you passive want to income,
0: yep, gotta have <laughs> it. Gotta have it.
1: Every day we're trying to think of some passive income. My husband is a tattooer of fifteen years, and he's damn near cripple already. So he's like, <laughs> "What am I gonna do? What am I gonna um, do?" And he's a big, a big health nut, so. I'm wanting to bring him on a podcast with me every once in a while or maybe every other week he comes on. and We're talking about wellness from the inside because that's truly what what your skin shows is what's going on inside the body. So yeah, education. Absolutely. I love education. That's really oh, where yeah. I'm headed is just teaching.
0: You would kill it in that space, too. I mean, people I love it. Just love listening to you. So I hope you have a whole educational empire someday because that'd be amazing.
1: It's hard. It's hard to stay relevant, especially like as you age, you know, mm-hmm. like I was relevant to 20 somethings doing makeup and now I'm relevant to like 30 somethings. But keep an mm-hmm. eye on your insights, you know, like Instagram's awesome with their insights to tell you who's watching your stuff. And then you can oh, yeah. kind of alter and evolve your content to who's watching because I do believe people age out in our industry. Don't you? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Scary. Absolutely. I have seen that. Like seen you feel that, like you it? get pushed out. You totally
0: do. And I've literally thought about that lately because I'm like, oh, damn, I'm not, you know, in my 20s anymore. But I have seen a lot of people that haven't aged out. And I think it's only because they've stayed, they've done everything in their power to stay relevant. You know, they mm-hmm. don't, they evolve. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just so, exactly. you can't stay the same. You can't, you know, when I started being a badass extension artist behind the chair and all this, like, I'm not, that that wouldn't work for me anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, you just have to evolve and change. I think that's that's all. You you're nailed it on that.
1: Yeah, well you I'm so proud of you dude. Like how cool is it? <laughs> oh little gosh, o Fort Smith. Little o Fort Smith. Fort Smith just She's killing suffering the game. a little
0: but <laughs> thanks. I appreciate it. As you know, town, it's dude. Easy. Yeah. It's a tough yeah. town but it's not um it's not easy, you know. I know sometimes people mistake my life to be so glamorous and I'm like, "Oh, you have no idea. All those red-eye flights that I've to take and and you know I feel guilty all the time because I want to be home with yeah. my kid and
1: you have but yeah, a baby. I still want to,
0: yeah. yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's not easy, but if it was everyone would do it. So exactly what right. advice would you and give that's what everyone? Sets you out. Exactly. What advice would you give everyone if they wanted to get something going and build an empire like you have?
1: Ooh. <clears throat> be prepared, be educated, you know, sit down with an accountant learn about your taxes. That's the hard part. The easy part's showing up and doing the work. The hard part is understanding the business aspect of it. Yeah. And I don't know why, but I feel like a lot of places take all this money out and focus all their money on and I get it, making their space look real IG. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Yeah. Spending thousands of dollars on renovating their building before they even have the clientele built up. Right. I would just say make good financial decisions and you can do those things as you go. Like don't go in the red with twenty to $50,000 of renovations before you even open. Right. Like do things slowly and learn the business side of it. I make every employee that I have go sit down with my accountant so my accountant yeah. can explain to them what a 1099 means because I can't do that. That's just not right. my wheelhouse. I have an account right. for a reason. Yeah, totally. So making sure you set yourself up for success and don't start in the red. Like I started with 50 bucks. And <laughs> hey, was but you were in the green. <laughs> I was in the green. Yeah. Uh, but it was hard and scary. Um, yeah, yeah. But just take your time, you know, start saving some money. Yeah. Put a little bit aside every day and take your time with it. Especially if you're young, you know, if you're Absolutely. young, you got all the time in the world.
0: Absolutely, I love that. I mean, I yeah, I've, I'm year six in um, my business just now. This year is debt free, and so wow, you know, it takes yeah. takes time, takes time. <laughs> yeah,
1: learn about those write offs too; those will save exactly. you exactly, exactly.
0: Yep. Well, cool. Thank you so much for being on here. Um, tell your Instagram one more time; make sure they can go follow that.
1: So I am at the evolving Esty and then at the parlor F S.
0: Love it. I love it. Well, Mm -hmm. thanks again, Hannah. Honored to have you. You're such a badass. So thank you again. Thanks, Sarah. I appreciate you. (laughs) Of course. I'll be in your shop in August. I love that. I love that. We love having Hannah in. (laughs) Well, thank you guys for listening to episode 39.